0: We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Moving Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's Word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy His Word. Amen, amen, amen. You know, I think any time that you get to... um Anytime you get to deliver the word of God, it is an assignment. Hopefully. Hopefully, right? You're not just up here talking to be talking. Anytime you get the opportunity to deliver, to deliver the word is truly assignment. But I can tell you that there is something very special about today's assignment. I know that because there are some times when preaching is made easy and other times when preaching is made hard. And when it's made hard, that's because there is something very special that God wants to get to his people. Amen. So I won't, um, I won't belabor the time by giving a huge opening. This is going to feel a little bit like, I, I can't even say Bible study. It's going to feel like you're in my closet with me <laughs> a little bit because I'm just going to walk it through the way that God walked it through for me, and I'm going to stop at the checkpoints that he stopped me at, and I'm going to stop at the, the moments where he told me to pause and take a note, and I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing. Amen. Amen. Um, so the last few weeks, um, I guess for about two or three weeks, we were talking about adding to your faith and, um, we were talking about adding to your faith, um, goodness and knowledge and self-control and godliness. And it was really, whenever we get those opportunities to think about how we can become a better person, a better believer, I, I parked there and I'm like, okay, this is, this is instruction. I'm someone who looks for instruction. I look for the how-to. So I got really excited about that. And then Pastor Martin came last week, and he talks about making growth a priority, and I got really excited about that because I just want to grow and I want to be a better person. But one thing that um, came to me really soon as we were in that Add Into Your Faith mini, I guess I call it a mini-series because it wasn't as long as our normal series is a mini-series. One thing I I walked away with was that there are these qualities that god wants us to have as believers and that if we demonstrate these qualities we are living on his brand i walked away with this idea of there being this lifestyle brand of believer that god is calling all of us to live on and i like that and it made me it made me kind of hang out in that space There is a category, a very specific category called a lifestyle brand. So again, this is how I'm doing it. I'm in my closet, I have my Bible, I have my Google, and I Google, well, what is a lifestyle brand? A lifestyle brand is a brand that attempts to embody the values, the aspirations, the interests, the attitudes, or opinions of a group or culture for marketing purposes. Y'all follow me? A lifestyle brand seeks to inspire, guide, and motivate people with the goal of their products contributing to the definition of the consumer's way of life. So a lifestyle brand is beyond just a typical brand. I need y'all to follow me, okay? There's brands like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, um, Chick-fil-A, and then there is this separate category that's now been carved out to be called a lifestyle brand. This is when the brand is beyond just what you're wearing or what you're drinking or what you're doing, and it seeks to immerse you into this lifestyle of the brand. You following me? One of the best brands to do it is Nike. So I was like, well, what's a really good lifestyle brand? And I started Googling, and Nike is one of the best lifestyle brands because they managed to evolve from just running shoes to just the just do it slogan to now being a very strong, powerful health and fitness lifestyle brand. You get immersed in the Nike brand now because there's messages and there's campaigns and there's products and there's apps and it's bigger than just the product now. It's actually this lifestyle brand. Y'all following me? So that was making the connection point to if we started to take on the qualities of God and we started to add to our faith and we started to be insistent on growth, if we started to get to know more about his brand and subscribe to that brand and become all in on that brand, we would now be bought into God's lifestyle brand for a believer, right? So the first questions he asked me and I'll pose them to you. What if, as a believer, you truly bought into God's lifestyle brand? What if you, what if I got fully immersed? What if we made growing in God and living on his brand a priority? Those are the questions I asked myself, and I, this is probably like a, a month ago, so that follow me on the journey. He told me that many of us struggle to live out his lifestyle brand, because we don't fully understand all of the elements of it. So with Nike, there's not a question. You know that in order to be on brand, you have to wear a certain shoe, you have to go to certain places, you have to be a part of certain fitness apps. It's very clear and it's very spelled out for you what it is to live on the lifestyle brand of Nike. Another good one is like HGTV. It's not just a channel anymore, it's a whole lifestyle. So it's a whole lifestyle of home improvement and renovations and they, they add to it the Home Depot commercials because now it's, it's not just what you're watching. It's becoming who you are. You are a fixer up. You, you, you fix things up. That's what you do. You are DIY. It's not just what you watch. It's what you do. It's who you are. But it's very clear messaging so you know exactly how to live on that brand. Maybe the messaging is not as clear as we would like for it to be when it comes to how to live on God's lifestyle brand. And maybe because some of us have only understood certain parts of the brand, which would be church and church and go to church. Maybe because we're missing all the other elements, that's why we don't always live up to the brand. Maybe that's why we're struggling to be brand ambassadors. So I'm walking through this, y'all. I told you, follow me. So I get to, he takes me to Romans 8, 5 through 6. And this is how we're going to understand a little bit more about his, his lifestyle brand. Romans 8, 5 through 6, and it's going to be um, the NIV translation to start with. I'm going to go through a bunch of different scriptures today, but I don't want you to try to follow me around the world with the scriptures. Just park right here, and then any other stri- scripture I give you, just put a note for it. So the foundational scripture for today... And you know what? This is the other thing, Pastor Wanzell. This is the first time I've ever gotten a word that could actually be a series. But you didn't give me permission to do no series. So I just... It's going to be concise. We're going to wrap it up today. But I just want to put that out there, that this, this, this has potential. So the foundational scripture is Romans 8, 5 through 6. And I'll read it. Those who live according to the flesh... Have their mindset on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. I want to unpack the word governed a little bit here because the mind governed by the flesh. So to be governed by something is to be ruled by, dictated by, led by, governed by. So the mind governed by, ruled by, dictated by, led by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by, led by, dictated by, ruled by the spirit is life and peace. Another translation that I liked of it, and you don't have to go there if you don't want to, but it's the good news translation. And it reads, those who live as their human nature tells them to. I hope y'all making the connection without me making it for you yet. We're talking about living on brand, right? Those who live as their human nature tells them to have their minds controlled by what human nature wants. Those who live as a spirit tells them to have their minds controlled by what the spirit wants. To be controlled by the human nature results in death. To be controlled by the spirit results in life and peace. So here's a checkpoint. I told you he took me to a couple checkpoints. Here's the first one for you. If I am not experiencing life and peace, that is a good indicator That I am not living on God's lifestyle brand because those who live according to the Spirit are those who are living on God's lifestyle brand those who live according to the Spirit and are controlled by the Spirit it results in life and peace it's like one of those things we have to like walk it back and it's like this equals that so being controlled by the Spirit equals life and peace so if I'm not experiencing life and peace I'm probably not on brand that's one of those things. So it was a checkpoint for me and I had to ask myself, well, am I experiencing life in peace? I wanna make sure that we're clear on what, the peace part I think feels a little easy, but the life part. The Greek word, Pastor Wanzel for life here means Zoe. you ever heard of Zoe's Kitchen? It's a Greek place. The Greek here for the Greek word here for life means Zoe and Zoe is this Greek idea of vitality. So it's not just life. All of us in this room have life. We have vital signs. If you didn't have vital signs, you wouldn't be in this room, but it's beyond vital signs. It's like this idea of vitality. So if I am living on God's lifestyle brand, being led by the spirit, I have this vitality. I have this Zoe. It's bigger than just living. It's like, because of my unity in Christ, I'm like made alive. It is like this idea that I have this fullness of life and I have high spirits and I have this effervescence because I am living according to the spirit. I have life and I have peace. I have Zoe and I have peace. And for those of us who are not experiencing Zoe and peace, this vitality, this, this effervescence, this to be made alive, that is a good indication that you are probably struggling with the brand. Okay. So I want to go back really quickly, um, up to where we were with Romans eight and five and pull out another thing that he shared with me. Cause we're talking about getting immersed in this lifestyle brand. We're talking about, first of all, understanding more of what this lifestyle brand is. In the very first part, verse 5, it says, those who live according to their flesh have their mindset on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. I want to make it very clear for all of us that I can live in the flesh, but not live according to the flesh's brand. I, I can hear the struggle in the room, well, that sounds good, and I want to live on the spirit, and I want to live according to his brand, but I'm wrapped in this flesh, and I can't control that. And No, you can live in the flesh, but not live according to the flesh. You can live in the flesh, but your flesh has a brand. You don't have to live according to that brand. So break it down, like, you can live in the hood or live in the ghetto, but not live according to the hood or the ghetto. You can live in poverty, but not have a poor mindset yeah. so it's this idea that we we have to stop feeling like we are um, we are hindered or we are somehow responsible for living into living up to the flesh's brand because we're living in it. That is a position that is not. Our disposition that's not what we're choosing to live according to So, like right now in this moment I am NOT living according to my flesh I'm living according to the Spirit of God in me I get to I get to override my flesh right so I can live according to his spirit and live according to his lifestyle brand I think right now before I keep going I don't want to make any assumptions that that's what anybody in this room wants we as believers, I was listening to this song today. It always humbles me where it says that, God, you made something out of nothing, and you saved me, and you um, sent your son to die for me. And Pastor Tini was just talking about the fact that he gave his life for me, and now I'm, I'm among the redeemed. And that, that makes me responsible now to living according to the Spirit. So this is not like if, the, if you're like, well, I don't know if I want to live on brand. I'll see what she has to say. No, this is more like a, this is your instruction as a believer is to live on God's lifestyle brand. People who work for Nike don't get to decide if they want to live on brand for Nike. That's what you did when you signed up to say I'm going to work for Nike. So when we decided that we wanted to be accept the salvation of God and we wanted to be a believer, this is now what comes with it is this decision to live on God's lifestyle brand, and to divorce ourselves of the flesh that we live in and not live according to it, but live according to God's spirit, okay? I want to, before I, before I keep going, I want to give you all the notes he gave me. When we talk about living according to the spirit, he's talking about God's Holy Spirit. Here's why I want to make sure I clarify that for you, because I am a spirit, I live in a body, I possess a soul from the time that I was born. We said this, y'all have heard this before here, at least here you've heard it before, that we're three-part beings. And so when I die, my spirit will go back to the God who um, gave it, my flesh will go back to the ground from which it came, and then my soul will go to heaven or hell based on my lifestyle. That's where my soul is going to go. When we're talking about living according to the spirit, we're not talking about living according to that spirit, the spirit that God gave at birth. We're talking about living according to the Holy Spirit, the gift that he gave when his son went back to heaven. So when Jesus left in, in the book of John towards the end and he was going back and his disciples were really distraught and he was like, don't be distraught. I'm going to leave with you my, my presence, my Holy Spirit, peace I give to you, peace I li- I leave with you. He's going to be your comforter and your advocate. That's, he's going to dwell in you. That's the Holy Spirit that we're talking about living according to. Not just a spirit. The Holy Spirit is a spirit that we're called to live according to and we're talking about living on God's brand. The Holy Spirit is so essential that um, the Apostle Paul was going through Ephesus, I believe, and he came across some disciples who were doing really good work. And he said, hey, have y'all been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And they were like, no, nah, we just got the water kind. We just got the water baptism and salvation. We didn't get the Holy Spirit. He was like, stop what you're doing. Come on, let's, let's make sure you get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Because even your good work will be ineffective if you don't have the Holy Spirit who's inside of you making sure that you're living according to that. That's how important it was. He stopped disciples in the middle of what they were doing and said, did you get get the Holy Spirit? You didn't get him. Okay, come, 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 bring all your failures, bring your addictions, come to the altar now and let's make sure you get the Holy Spirit because that is, that's the seal and that's the only way that you can live truly on God's brand. Okay? So we're clear. We're talking about living on God's brand. We're talking about the way to do that is to live according to the Holy Spirit, in us. And if you don't have it, meaning you, I'll give you an opportunity for this moment passes. Um, God took me, so I was still in Romans chapter 8. He took me all the way down to verse 12. And you, you could scroll there. There you could go. It's a quick scroll. Verse 12. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you will put to death the misdeeds of the body, and you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. I say this just to reinforce this obligation that we have to live according to the Spirit and not our flesh. I say this to reinforce that when we decided that we wanted to become a believer, we now changed commitments. And I think that sometimes in the midst of church and maybe songs and things that are happening, we miss that, that, that commitment that happened. Um, weddings are very ceremonial, but they're also very powerful because you get to see a commitment. You get to see someone say, okay, now I no longer am, am driven by, governed by my single man, my single woman. Now I am connecting with you and I'm saying that we are the goal now and that God in our family is the goal now. You get to see that commitment. I think that sometimes in the, the busyness of church, we skip over this, this commitment change that happened. I don't have a commitment to my flesh anymore to live according to it. My commitment now is steeped in my relationship with God, specifically his Holy Spirit who's dwelling in me. Y'all, I don't, I'm not looking for a reaction from you. Trust me, I'm not. I, I but I want to make sure that you're understanding because um, I think Pastor Wanzel said this a, a few weeks back when we were talking about adding to your faith. There's some foundational stuff that we need to go back and pick up. Because in the, in the rush of everything, I think we miss some of the, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about TMC, I mean just as the body, like we, we somehow miss some of these more foundational pieces. And so when you talk about adding to your faith and growing, there, there are things that we, we, we heard, I think in passing, if we heard at, at best, But God is parking us right here just for a moment to make sure that we understand as a believer what the brand looks like and what the lifestyle choices look like and what the what the qualities look like. And we need to be demonstrating and adding to because otherwise I think that's how we find ourselves in moments of peril with nothing to pull from. I was having a conversation with Pastor Tina. We were talking about how last year when COVID, when the first round of COVID hit, the church was like on its back, like, I don't know what to do. I don't have nothing for it. And some of that is, is, is reasonable because we were, you know, we had that fear that we talked about. But some of it was um, exposed, exposing that there are some th- there's a little bit of, bit of gaps. So I believe that God is taking this moment today to fill in some of the gaps, Okay. So please make sure that you're following and taking notes. So we, my obligation is not to live according to my flesh. My flesh is going to freak out. My flesh is going to spaz out as things is, are happening. But good news is I'm called to live according to my spirit, God's Holy Spirit inside of me. Amen. So this is where I, I, I don't have, well, I guess they're points. Um, but this is, I guess we get to the meat here. So I said, okay, God, this is all really good. And you know, you walked me through this idea of a lifestyle brand and that's really good. And I wanna make sure that um, I'm changing my commitment to now being to the, the Holy Spirit and not um, my flesh. And I said that the thing I think I might be lacking though, cause me and God talk like this, we have very robust, constructive conversations. I um, said, so I think the thing I don't understand is when you say live according to the spirit, how do I do that? I'm a big like, how person? Like, how do I do that? And he said that um, you have to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I was like, okay. Like you develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit like you develop with me, like you develop with Jesus. And again, I think that somewhere in the church, a little bit, I I didn't know that I needed to develop a relationship with something that's living inside of me. I knew what he does for me He's my, com- my comfort, and he's my peace, and he's my advocate, and he's my guide. But I don't know what to give back to him to make sure that I can live according to him. Like if it's re- relationship, it should be some like recipro- reciprocity. I know everything he does for me. He leads me. He guides me. He's like my Jiminy Cricket in my head. I don't exactly know what to do to please him. And it's kind of hard to live according to a relationship that is one-sided, and it's kind of hard to live according in accordance with a spirit that you don't really know. So this is where God said, "Well, you need to learn what the spirit desires. You need to learn how to feed your spirit, God, my spirit that's inside of you. You need to learn how to feed him." And this is where the instructions gonna come. So if you have notes or ability to take notes, this is where. God's going to bless you. And I've only, I haven't gotten all of it yet because I think there's so much more for me to learn about his spirit. But these are three things that I've learned so far. Okay. So, John fourteen twenty-seven. You don't have to go there, but you can put a, a pen there. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not, do not be afraid when Jesus said that he was the peace I leave with you is God's Holy Spirit so I've learned that God's Holy Spirit in me is peace because he is peace he desires a diet of peace he desires that I feed him peace because he is peace so we're learning what the Spirit desires how to how to please your God's Holy Spirit in you Feed him peace. And then this is where the conversation got constructive again, because I was like, that sounds really good, but I don't know exactly how I can feed him something I don't have. And if there are things happening in the world that I can't control, I can't control COVID, and I can't control the fact that my house turned into a classroom, workplace, kitchen, lunchroom. I can't control that. That is very chaotic, chaotic, and I can't control that. I can't control the fact that there's this variant, and it's doubling and mutating, and now it's amongst the unvaccinated and the vaccinator. I can't control that. So as good as that sounds to say feed your Holy Spirit peace, I can't control making sure that he has a steady diet of peace because there's so much stuff around me that I can't control. And this is where God in his true fashion talking to me as the child that I am. He's like, are you sure about that? You sure you can't control, it? You, you can't control the, the, the flow of peace in your life at all? Everything's out of your control. You can't control what you're entertaining on the TV. You can't control what you're reading. You can't control what you're scrolling through. You can't control the conversations you're entertaining. You can't control the people that you're letting in and out of your life. You can't control any of that. Are you sure about that? Because you know, I go victim for, I go victim real easy with God. Like I can't control it, I don't know, I'm doing my best. I'm You know, I'm always the one, I'm doing my best. And God was like, are you sure? Because if you go to Philippians 4 and 8, and you don't have to go there. There was instruction. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. So he outed me because I was, I was in this place of like, I can't control it and COVID and everything. Like, and you know, we we're all like in, this, in like this windstorm and like I can't. And, and the, the house and the kids and the, it, it's, 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 this, it's lunchtime and I was, it's Zoom time. And he's like, those are things that you can put some, put some order to and you can have more peace there. But you have way more control over the peace that you feed yourself than you're giving yourself credit for. And because God's spirit in in me is peace, he desires a diet of peace. I am responsible for making sure that I am feeding him the peace that he desires. My maternal instincts kicked in because I thought about when you find out that you are as a mom, when you find out that you're pregnant, it it becomes the gift in you becomes so much bigger than your own desires. You start to like, if I need to eat it, if it doesn't taste good, I'm still going to eat it if it's what they need, because making sure that the gift in me is fed becomes a priority. So even though my flesh wants pizza, (laughs) my Holy Spirit wants peace. Even though my flesh wants petty, my Holy Spirit wants peace. Even though my my flesh thrives on drama and all the the housewives and the loves and marriages and all that stuff, although that's what my flesh wants, I know now that my Holy Spirit wants something that's complete opposite of that. So my obligation is to my Holy Spirit and not to my flesh. In order to make sure that I'm living on God's lifestyle brand, to get immersed in that, I change my commitment to making sure that he, his spirit in me, is getting what he wants versus what I want. I become very protective of my peace because God's spirit in me is peace and he wants peace. So if you're looking for a note, the first thing that I had is God's spirit wants peace. A sub-note to that would be it is my responsibility to make sure that I am feeding him a diet of peace. because I don't want to grieve him. You know there's a scripture that says that you can grieve the Holy Spirit and it's an old school, you don't grieve the Holy Spirit. No, what it means is don't do things that you know are out of line with the brand and don't do things that you know are gonna upset him because he is peace and he desires peace. The second thing um, God's spirit wants as I'm learning, I told you so there's three things I've learned so far. He wants peace. And God's spirit wants prayer. Don't, don't leave me, y'all. As soon as you start saying prayer, people are like, oh, oh, Lord, here we go with prayer. God's spirit wants prayer. Ephesians 6 and 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I want to unpack the first part of that and pray in the spirit. I always thought when I read that in pray in the spirit, it meant pray in tongues. Too, too new for that? Um, there, is a, <laughs> there is a church, um, a, a more traditional church. I, mean, I guess you could say old school church where people pray in tongues. I have prayed in tongues. I have watched people, you know, as the spirit gives them utterance, they pray in tongues. That is to pray in the spirit. But that's not what the Apostle Paul was talking about here. Because if you go up, this is Ephesians 6 and 18. If you go all the way back up, he's talking about putting on the whole armor of God. This is the the whole armor of God, chapter. So chapter 6. And he's giving all the instructions for putting on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, all of that he's giving. And then he keeps going down, and we get to verse 18. And this is just continued instruction for spiritual warfare. This is not like a a different thing. This is not a, a deviation. This is continued instruction and pray in the spirit on all occasions. Not the pray in the spirit tongues. Pray in the spirit, meaning pray in accordance with the spirit. So be in a position all day so that whatever the Holy Spirit, God's spirit in me, that lifestyle I'm living on, God's Holy Spirit in me, make sure that whatever he's encouraging me to pray, I'm praying it all day. I'm looking for opportunities to pray in the spirit. Again, not not tongues. Pray in accordance whatever the Holy Spirit is is unctioning and encouraging me to pray because God's spirit in me craves prayer. He wants to be praying on all occasions. So it goes beyond just praying over my food, and it goes beyond just praying even in my closet or my my war room that everybody made. Everybody made a war room after the movie. it's beyond just praying in the war room. It's it's taking every opportunity throughout the day to hear God's spirit in me, encouraging me to pray, and I pray. So what does that look like? So I just got to work, or I just got on Zoom, and one of my coworkers appears to be in their feelings, and I don't know how they're in their feelings because it's just 8:30. I don't know how you get in your feelings that soon. But rather than talk about them or make an under my breath comment, I pray for them. And I don't pray maybe out loud because I probably can't do that, but in my spirit, I pray, God, I don't know what's happening with them. I don't know what started their day in this position, but God, you know their needs. Meet them at their point of need. God, please be with them. God, let your spirit come in like a flood into their lives and bring them peace today and help them to feel better. Whatever they're experiencing, I don't know, but you do. God, please be with them. Those are the kind of things, because the Spirit wants prayer. He wants to be praying on all occasions. Or I hear about somebody who's sick, and I don't just talk about it or post about it. I actually say, God, you are a healer. And I pray, Lord God, that you would meet them. Lord God, if they're in the hospital room, be with the hands of every nurse, every surgeon, every doctor, every receptionist who's going to come in their contact. God, please be with them. Let them know that you're with them, and let them, let them be healed by the name of Jesus. I'm praying. I'm look- Y'all follow me? Like I'm looking for occasions throughout the day to pray. Like... When, when you go back to the, to the Nike brand, there's not like events. There are Nike events. But it's, it's like a lifestyle so much so that you're, you're just living out the Nike truths all the time. It's the same thing with this. I'm just living out God's spirit in me, and I'm just praying on all occasions. But it, it makes sense, though, why we have to get the first part right, which is God wants peace because... If I don't have the, if I'm not feeding myself a diet of peace, my internal noise will be too loud. So to where I can't hear when God's Holy Spirit is unctioning me and encouraging me to pray in the spirit on all the time, on all occasions, because I'm, the noise is too loud. So I need the volume to go down. I have to feed myself and feed him that peace that he wants so that he can be in a position to constantly be feeding me my instruction for the day. And I have to be in a position to be able to hear the instruction so I can be living out the brand. See, we were in this whole series called Turn Down the Noise, and y'all thought that was for you. You thought that I'm going to turn down the noise. So I could just, you know, it's about I need to live in my truth and I need to be, I just need to be centered. And I need to make sure that I have, you know, a calm internal. And it was very about you. No, the reason why you need to turn down the noise is to make sure that the noise can go down. His volume can go up and we can hear what he's telling us throughout the day. Pray for that person. Stop what you're doing. Make sure you go ahead and pray for them. You see what's happening in front of you. Don't, don't respond to it. Don't gossip about it. Pray about it. Like those are the, those are the things that he has daily instruction for. So pray in the spirit on all occasions. God's spirit in me wants peace. God's spirit in me wants prayer. And it's beyond just wanting it. If we go back to that maternal um, life that's growing in you, he's craving it. That's why it's not an option to say, well, I'm going to decide if I want to do it or not. No, he's, he's craving peace. He's craving prayer. And if I'm going to truly live on brand, I have to make sure that I'm living according to the spirit and giving him what he's craving from me amen final final point you don't have to play yet but final point god's spirit in me desires truth he wants peace he wants prayer he wants truth you don't have to go there but first john five and six this is the one who came by water and blood Jesus Christ he did not come by water only but by water and blood and it is a spirit who testifies because the spirit is the truth God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth that was John 424 so first John 5 and 6 and John 424 God's spirit in me is truth so he wants to be fed truth Think about it. It's like whatever you are the most of, you want the most of. It's like because we're primarily water, our bodies crave water. We don't usually give it enough that it needs, but it's constantly craving water. You confuse thirst for hunger a lot of times because it's constantly craving water because we are primarily water. Because God's spirit in me is truth, he is craving the truth. He wants the truth. That's why when you you come to Truth Movement Church, shameless plug, You feel so good because God's spirit in you is getting exactly what he wants. When you go home and you take the truth and you start to unpack it at your house, you feel so good because God's spirit is getting exactly what he wants. He's getting the truth. That also explains why there is such a struggle to get to the truth because that flesh we were talking about that wants me to live according to it and live on its brand I have to drag myself to the truth on most occasions because God's spirit in me is compelling me to get truth, get truth, feed me truth, and then my flesh does not want truth, and I'm having to drag it to where my spirit wants to go. When I think about God's spirit getting truth, the way I saw it when God gave me that was, it's like when, when the spirit of truth meets truth, it's like the Avengers. I pictured like end game, like when they're like all on the screen together and it was like a powerful moment or like um, when transformers, when they're building all up and they're finally like this big transformer. It's like the power, the spiritual synergy that happens, like when God's spirit in me who is truth gets truth, it is powerful. And that's why we can't be on a light diet of truth. That's why it can't be like I just get truth on Sundays. That's why movement groups are so important. That's why these events we have are so important. That's why linking up with people in community who you can talk truth with is so important because there's something growing in me that craves truth, and I have to make sure that I'm feeding it a steady diet of truth, not a light diet. This is not the kind of thing that you can just, like I said, get on a Sunday or just get in passing. Like This is something that we have to be intentional about feeding ourselves truth. So God's spirit in me wants peace, he wants prayer, and he wants truth. These are just three things, and I'm, I am closing now. These are just three things that God gave me. Um, and I, I, I think it was very good that he gave me just three because I'm one of those people that I try to just go and like conquer the, conquer the world and whatever you give me, I try to like live it all out all at once and I try to just unpack it. This is something that if you take these three things, these, just these three things today, and you become very intentional about developing a relationship with God's spirit so that you can live according to life, God's lifestyle brand. And if you start to be intentional about feeding yourself peace, a steady diet of peace and Making sure that you can hear God's spirit when He's encouraging you to give Him prayer or to be praying, and making sure that you give your God's spirit a steady diet of truth. I think on just those three things alone, you'll start to see some power. Just those three. There's more, and maybe Pastor Wanza will give me a, a part two at some point. But I think that I think that if it, if you got all that at once, it'd be too much anyway. So if we just become intentional about those three things we'll start to experience that life, that Zoe, that um, not just vital signs, but vitality. And we'll start to experience more peace. And it won't be conditional, and it won't matter if the pandemic keeps swirling, and it won't matter if the person that you've been trying to give yourself to, won't give themselves back to you. It won't be, be relationship-based, and it won't be based on how the money's flowing, and it won't be based on circumstances. It will really be that being controlled by the Spirit, and because you're controlled by the Spirit, you have that Zoe and that peace, and you're living out this lifestyle brand that is not just about what you wear or where you go, but you're, like, fully immersed in god's lifestyle of living for believers and it'll be more than just a product church won't be a product it'll be a lifestyle it'll be what we commit to it'll be what we subscribe to it will be ambassadors for it if we just do those three things amen